What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we'll do a bit of a roundup, I guess, kind of covering stuff that happened yesterday and stuff, some stuff that happened today. It's a, it's a little different, you know, it's a later, it's later than usual, I guess, on Saturday night. So, we've already seen a lot from Saturday, but we still need to cover some of the news and things that came out yesterday, being Friday. So, I'm not getting tired of talking about Shohei Otani, but it's really becoming like I am a broken record at this point. I get on here every day, and it seems like every single day he hits a home run. He hit two more yesterday. He now has 30 homers on the year. He leads the major leagues, and it's it's amazing. It's amazing what he's doing. I mean, he, he, stole, he stole a base, and he basically manufactured the game-winning run for the Angels yesterday, who won on a walk-off hit by Jared Walsh, but... It was Shohei Otani's speed that really got that that really got things done and made it possible. I don't know what this dude can't do on a baseball field. He really is a five-tool player plus the pitching aspect of things. It's it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. But elite speed from Shohei Otani was on display yesterday. So yeah, that's that's what we have from there. There was also news that Kyle Schwarber, unfortunately, is going to be out with a significant right hamstring strain. They expect him to be out for a long time. This was just announced today. And, yeah, I mean, that's a huge blow. Schwarber was the National League Player of the Month in June after he turned into Barry Bonds for a few weeks there. And now he's out with a hamstring strain for a long time. That's that's a huge blow for the Nats. That's a huge blow for them. And... Yeah, I mean, no other way, no way to sugarcoat it. I mean, they're going to try. They're going to try to, you know, fill that position or whatever. But, I mean, Gerardo Parra replaced Schwarber as a pitch runner in left field yesterday. And maybe, the, I mean, with, with trades kind of kicking off now, they'll go out and get somebody. But that's a huge, huge blow for the Nats. Oh, I guess actually, no, now that I'm seeing it, so there was a corresponding move. So the Nats went out and got Alcides Escobar in a trade with Kansas City. So they just traded cash considerations to the Royals for Alcides Escobar. And that's going to be, I guess, the corresponding move to make up for Schwarber missing, about to miss a lot of time with this hamstring strain. Uh, Alcides Escobar obviously isn't who he was when he was a postseason hero with the Royals when they were winning American League pennants back in 2014 and 2015. And he actually hasn't appeared in the major leagues since the end of the 2018 season. So he began this year with AAA Omaha in the Royals minor league system, splitting time across shortstop, second base, and third base. So, yeah, I mean, he played in Japan last year. We'll see what he can do. We'll see what he can do. But, yeah, that's, that's what the Nats have resulted to. So I haven't given the Brewers enough love. They now have 11 wins in a row. They now have 11 wins in a row. I mean, the Brewers, I, I didn't even notice, and this is kind of negligence on my part. I just didn't really pay attention to the National League Central standings for a while. I thought that the Cubs were were still, you know, hot, but the Cubs have obviously come back to earth, and they're not, you know, doing everything that they were doing a few weeks ago anymore. So now at this point, you have the Milwaukee Brewers running away with things. I mean, 11 wins in a row is going to put you at a pretty good distance from, 
your division from others in your division more, more times than not. More often than not, that's going to be the case. And that's what the Brewers have done. That's what they've done. They beat the Pirates today. And, yeah, I mean, just a lot of people pitching in. Avisai Garcia returned from an injury with four hits and five ribbies. They call him on base Jace Peterson. This dude delivered two more hits and four ribbies, and the Brewers rolled to an 11 straight win. They beat the Pirates at PNC Park 11-2, and this is the second longest win streak in Brewers franchise history. The 87 Brewers team, they went on and, you know, they actually had 13 straight wins to start a year. Um, and funny enough, that same team in the same season had a 12-game losing streak less than two weeks later. And then they also saw Paul Molitor chase history during a 39-game hitting streak later that summer. So something about streaks with that 87 Brewers team. They, they were actually nicknamed Team Streak by a Milwaukee Sentinel sports writer, Tom Hadricourt, because of all the streaks that they had. So, yes, a lot of, a lot of good stuff from the Brewers right now, and we, we obviously should be talking about them more on a on a national scale because yeah 12 12 in a row I'm sorry 11 in a row is quite a lot it's quite a lot um I I guess the 2018 Brewers somewhat I guess you can count them too they had a 12 game win streak but it spanned both the regular season and the postseason it was the last eight games of the regular season and then first four of the postseason so I guess it's not really a, a full you know post sorry uh regular season win streak but you, you guys get the point you guys get the point it's all it's all the same idea. So the Yankees are scuffling. That's not a secret to anyone. You know, they, they really are scuffling. They lost to the Mets today, and things are not good. They had a team meeting. Aaron Judge called a team meeting yesterday. And usually when you hear about teams having a team meeting, uh, that's, a, that's a big deal. But you can't have a team meeting and then go out there and lose 8-3 to three to the Mets. That's not a good look. It's not a good look. The Yankees are... Just one game above 500, 41 and 40. It's officially the halfway point of the of the season, 81 games in. And honestly, you are who your record says you are. That's just the reality of the situation. And with Boston having run away with the division, the Yankees, the Yankees don't really have a chance. The Yankees don't have a chance of making it to the playoffs this year. Let's be real. Let's be real. The Red Sox, Rays, Blue Jays ahead of them. That that's too much ground for the Yankees to make up. That's too much for them to make up. I mean, they're five games out of the wild card, but unless they go go and rip off a win streak, there's not going to be any postseason baseball in the Bronx this year. And it is what it is. You just have to understand that. I mean, yes, I mean it's not early anymore. You know, we're at the, we're at the halfway point of the season. It's not early anymore, and this is when teams need to get their act together. But you know, you saw Taiwan Walker yesterday he pitched really well. I mean, this dude has been a bargain. We've been saying this every time. He's been a bargain for the Mets this year. Five and two-thirds, two earned runs against the Yankees. And honestly, he's deserving an all-star nod. He's very de- deserving of an all-star nod this year. But it was it was the bats all day for the Mets. Uh, lots of contributors all day long. And, yeah, they 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 had this win comfortably against, against I guess they're both New York, against the Yankees by a score of eight to three. But Mr. Hal Steinbrenner, at least before this game, said that the Yankees were not contemplating selling at the deadline. Who knows if this is going to change his tune? Who knows? I mean, but 
throughout his whole tenure, his whole career as the Yankees owner or whatever, for the past 10 plus years, he's always been a pretty even keel guy. The Yankees have never really gone out and made big moves, except for 2016 when they went out and traded a rolled Chapman to the Cubs and they got Glaber Torres. That was like the only time the Yankees have been like sellers at the deadline in the last decade or so. But this year could be different. And then, unfortunately, Dellen Batansis is going to undergo season-ending shoulder surgery, and he never even got to play this year. His season's going to end. Actually, you know, he did get to play. He threw one inning. He threw one inning for the Mets. And, yeah, he, he's been he's been injury-riddled since the end of the 2019 season. I mean, that's, that's a, a huge bummer. I mean, I'm pretty sure he tore his Achilles and came back and retore it just – you know, just a few innings or just a few pitches in. Yeah, that was Dylan Batanzas. So since the start of 2019, he pitched 13 and a third total innings due to a bunch of injuries, you know, shoulder impingement, the, the Achilles, things like that. Yeah, so the Achilles actually limited him to only two-thirds of an inning with the Yankees in 2019. And then, you know, the delayed 2020 season allowed him to recover from that Achilles. But then lat tightness at the end of August ended up cutting his season short last year after 11 and two-thirds innings so yeah I mean despite the injuries he actually landed a pretty good contract with the Mets in free agency 10 half million guaranteed money with a player option for 2021 22 um I mean he's already he's already activated the first of those player options for this year um I mean so far he's earned 13 and a half million dollars in a Mets uniform but he's only pitched 12 and two-thirds innings for them so I'm sure the Mets are pretty salty about about that um so yeah but wanted to mention it because you know it, it, it is relevant it is relevant so those are some updates from today you know we will continue um there are a lot more fun things I, I was actually just watching a lot of the games today i was watching a lot of baseball today um so I'll, I'll save it for tomorrow as we do more or less a full recap so if you enjoyed this please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on baseball connection